It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo, and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis, and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you, with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations, so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, welcome back to the Transfer Tracker Podcast. I'm your host, Scott. And I was just thinking since, you know, this is time period, the calm before the storm, I was thinking, why don't we look back at this past year's transfers and start ranking them? Because this is the regular season's now over. This is the time of the year when, you know, conferences are picking their player of the years and all conferences. So it's a good time to to rank the transfers from last year. And I've, you know, spent some time compiled a list of who I think was were the best transfers last year. And so we're going to go over them and, you know, look at the uh, their, their journey from where they came from, you know, how their stats, you know, translated, how it translated, moving up, moving down, what have you. So that is this uh, podcast, and hope you enjoy. Number one on my list is Oscar Shibway from Kentucky. And I think he's he's in a tier completely by himself. I think he's probably the first or second best player in the country. Probably Keegan Murray is the best. Um, but he is a tour de force on the boards. He has probably the best rebounding season since 1985 of the last, you know, since that period. It's uh he he's a force and I think it was pretty easy to see whenever he transferred from West Virginia. Uh, even looking at him last year when he went into the portal, he was someone that I thought was probably one of the top two or three transfers, um, personally. Just the fact that he had uh, 28 PER at West Virginia. Um, let's look at some of his other stats. Uh, let's see. He had averaged 11 points and nine rebounds at West Virginia. Um, in his freshman year. His second year, he only played 10 games. He's played 19, 20, about 20 minutes a game, eight points, seven rebounds. And then, you know, he hits the portal. He goes to Kentucky this year. He's averaging 17 points, 15 rebounds, 1.9 steals, 1.5 blocks, shooting very respectable, 70% free throws. I mean, he, he's the real deal. And he's having one of the best seasons you know, uh, I think Anthony Davis was like a 38 PER at Kentucky, so he's like a 35.5. Not saying they're equivalent talents, but he is a force on the boards for sure, and helping Kentucky, they're you know top five team. So I think hands down he is number one transfer uh, by a lot, and he's in a tier to himself. Number two on my list, and I think you could almost argue that he is in a tier. To himself as well and he is quite frankly one of the most unexpected uh, I think you could certainly make the case of anyone and that's Tari Eason from LSU he transferred there from Cincinnati which he had the pedigree recruiting wise he was 93rd or so in his class but he only averaged seven points 
and six rebounds at Cincinnati last year, playing 20 minutes a game on a team I think that was like 80, you know, 80th net rating ranked or what have you. So he transfers to LSU. This year he's averaging 17 points a game, seven rebounds, two steals. I mean, he fills up the stat, all the stats. And let's see, a 30, I think, yeah, 34.3 PER, 61% true shooting percentage. And LSU is one of the best teams in the country. I mean, he is, it, it's just amazing the, the, you know, progression that he had. He had an 18 PER at Cincinnati, not even a good team to go to 34 PER at LSU leveling up in conferences. And he is legit. I mean, he's a, he's one of the best players in the country. Uh, I think a tier to him, to himself transfer wise, but it's just, it's a, a very interesting story. You don't normally see a guy going from, you know, the American conference to the SEC and, uh, having that kind of jump statistically but it's something to to take note of and he is number two on my list number three on my list also from the sec and i think this starts another tier um his walker kessler from auburn and this guy i think it was pretty obvious even last year it's like why isn't he playing more i mean he had the had the stats, and I understand North Carolina was deep, and they got they had some good big men, Garrison Brooks, and uh, but yeah, like it, you got to play this guy over him. I mean, he he's a better talent, and I think I think he's showing it this year at Auburn. Um, Auburn, they're you know top five. LSU was sixteenth, I think net net rating. Um, so all three of the first transfers are from the SEC. I'm not a SEC fan, but you can't deny that they're they're all good, and even last year, I, I, this is this is one of the guys I had in the top ten. I mean, he's averaging four points a game, four points, three rebounds a game at North Carolina, but he he just wasn't playing enough. You know, he he still had a thirty-one per, and he has a thirty-one per this year, and he's actually getting the playing time, and you see the results, and they have a good team. I mean, Auburn, he's he's averaging eleven point five points per game, eight rebounds. 4.5 blocks, 31 PER, um, true shooting, 64%. This is exactly what I expected him to do this year, and and he's knocked it out of the park. Number four on my list, Alondez Williams from Wake Forest. And this is another one I don't think you could, you could have realistically projected him to do what he's doing. I mean, he, he was a part-time starter at at Oklahoma and he transfers to Wake Forest and becomes you know one of the best players in the country and let's look at some of his stats he went from averaging was it 6.7 points per game at Oklahoma uh, 2.8 rebounds you know just very very role player stats even the year before he had averaged six points a game he transfers to, to Wake Forest and averages 19 points 6.6 rebounds, 5.3 assists, and is one of the best players in the country. And it's, you know, I guess you just need a chance sometimes, but he really upped his efficiency in everything. He went from 17 PER basically to a 25 PER, upped his true shooting even as he had more usage, which is very impressive. Uh, 0.53 for true shooting up to uh, 0.59 
true shooting as he becomes the number one option. Um, I don't think you can really expect that or, or project that out. This is just one of those situations he got he got better and he got to a situation with the with a better coach that knew how to use him, I guess. But he's made it happen and he's he's a very interesting player. Um, six foot five facilitates he does a lot he doesn't shoot three-pointers got to get that up but but he's good and that's uh not one i expected number five on the list terrell brown from washington and he's had an interesting journey he started his career in uh, juco's he ended up going to seattle where he averaged in his junior season 21 points per game six rebounds, four assists, went to Arizona last year, came off the bench, basically started 10 games um, of 21, averaged seven points, three rebounds, but he's back in Washington in the Pac-12, but he's averaging 22 points per game this year, four rebounds, four assists, and let's see what his PER went for. Yeah, 15, it went from 23 PER at Seattle, and he didn't even have a good sh- true shooting percentage, 0.481, to get to that 21 points or whatever he averaged. And then he, he transferred to Arizona, 16 PER, a uh, little under 0.500 true shooting. But this year he's back in the pack, uh, pack 10 or pack 12, and nearly a 26 PER and a 0.52 true shooting. So he he's number five on the list. Number six on the list, who also has had an interesting journey, uh, Matt Breath. He started his career at California, and he transferred to San Diego State. So I guess transferring to a lesser conference. But this is actually, in reality, a better team than he played on last year, than the 9-20 or whatever California team it was. This is a San Diego State team that is a top 30 team. He's averaging 18 points a game, five rebounds, uh, very similar to what he was averaging at California in the in the Pac-12. Uh, 18 points, five rebounds. Um, but yeah, he transfers to San Diego State, and they're a top 30 team. Uh, PER stays basically exactly the same. 22 true shootings, basically exactly the same. Uh, so yeah, it's a Mountain West Conference is a legit conference, and he is a good player. He's number six on our list. Number seven on the list. I'm going to call this guy the doctor because he's been in school six years at this point. Uh, Various schools. Started at Fresno State. Averaged 14 points a game his sophomore year. Transfers to UTEP. Averages 18 points a game there. Uh, seven rebounds one year, and now he's at Texas Tech, and he's number seven on our list. He's averaging 14 points a game there, four rebounds. Uh, they're, I think, number 20 or 15 net net team in the country, so a very good team. He's doing it. He doesn't even play that many minutes, uh, 26 minutes a game there. and still gets 14 points and four rebounds. Um, it's PER, 24 PER, .623 true shooting. This next player could be a little high. It's uh, Josh Josh Carlton from Houston, but I think you got to put him here because he's been playing out of his mind 
since uh, Houston lost Marcus Sasser. They lost another starter as well, but Marcus Sasser was preseason player of the year. And Josh Carlton basically picked up where he left off. And Houston, they haven't been as good as what they were started, but they are still a top 20 team in the nation. And he is most of the reason why, uh, frankly, him. And another transfer on the list later on. But he's averaging 12 points a game, six rebounds, and only 21, uh, 22, nearly 22 minutes a game. But with a nearly 30 PER, .61 true shooting. And he transferred from UConn. And you, you saw signs of it his sophomore year. He, he averaged like 10 points a game. Uh, six rebounds, I think. Yeah, nine points a game, six rebounds, and had a 22 PER. So even when I saw he transferred earlier, I looked at his at his stats and I thought, you know, this is a guy that can be re- rehabilitated. He did not have a good year last year. The last two seasons, actually. 16 PER was riding the bench at UConn, who was not a very good team. Uh, last year, three, three points, four rebounds, 11 minutes a game only started one game at UConn and this year he is legit one of the better players in the country and I think you have to look at players like that the history of you know what they've done in the past yeah they can have a bad season you don't know what the situation necessarily is but if I was recruiting this guy I I would bank on him being you know he showed us the ceiling he showed us what his ceiling was and it was a 22 PER 9 point per game 6 rebound per game guy in the eight American conference. So that is a legit player and no doubt Kelvin Sampson remembered his him from his time at UConn playing against him and you know he said, Hey, you come play for us and I'm a good coach and I'll I'll let you play, you know, and and put you in position to be successful and that's exactly what's happened this year. Okay, number nine on the list. Isaiah Brockington uh, from Iowa State he transferred from Penn State. He had a career like you would somewhat expect. I mean, he went from you know P5 to P5 conferences. So just look at the progression. You know, started four points per game, eight points per game, 13 points per game at Penn State. No, I'm sorry. He actually started at St. Bonaventure, averaged four points a game, then transferred to Penn State. Hmm, okay, so that's interesting. I didn't realize that. But he averaged eight points per game at at Penn State doubled, then averaged 13 points last year at Penn. Uh, yes, yeah, last year at Penn State, and then he transfers to Iowa State, and he's averaging 18 points per game this year. Uh, so yeah, that was that's kind of interesting. Looking looking at it now, I didn't realize uh, from St. Bonaventure. Yeah, so transfers to Penn State doubles his, his scoring out point, but he did set out a year, so he was getting better you know, theoretically, and obviously on the court. Uh, He goes from a 15 PER at St. Bonaventure to 14 PER at Penn State his first year, 16, and now this year, 21 PER. True shooting, having the best true shooting uh, year in his career, .542. Good player, good player, number nine on our list. Number 10, Foster Lawyer. He is... One you probably wouldn't have seen coming. Uh, he did have the pedigree out of high school. Top 100, number 77 in, in 2018. Uh, started his career at Michigan State. Rode a lot of pine. 
Uh, he did did get in, did average 17 minutes a game last year, four points. That was his best season, four points, two assists, and he transferred to Davidson. And Davidson is number one team in the Atlantic uh, 10. They are a top 45 net team, and he's averaging 17 points and three assists this year, uh, responsible for a lot of that uh, value and, and and helping them get into the top 50. And he yeah, he went from 11 PER at Michigan State to 24 PER this year and 64.5 true shooting, which is outrageous for a six-foot guard. Let's see how he's doing that. Yeah, 40, 45% from three-point land uh, on huge volumes, uh, nearly three, three made a game, uh, 94% from free throw land. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's he's a good player. He's number uh, 10 on our list. That wraps up the top 10. Number 11, Jordan Walker from UAB, who is number 53 in the net rating. They are a very good team. And he transferred from Tulane. He's got an interesting story. He started out at Seton Hall, didn't play, transfers to Tulane, eight points per game his first year there. Last year was averaging 13 points a game on a bad team. I think they were like a 150 net. Uh, transfers to UAB this year, 19 points a game, five assists for a nearly top 50 team. Um, pre- pretty incredible uh, jump and progression. Let's look at his PERs. Yeah, he went from 4.4 PER and .422 true shooting in the Big East as a freshman. Afterthought. Transfers down, thinking I guess he he's never going to play there. Goes to Tulane. Uh, not even that good, really. His his la- last year at Tulane, where he averaged 13 points a game, 15 PER, .50 true shooting on a 150 PER or 150 net team. Uh, transfers to UAB this year, and we'll talk about UAB at another point. Uh, they've had one of the best transfer classes. Andy Kennedy, very impressive. Uh, but yeah, so 22 PER in the Conference USA, which is not a good conference, uh, admittedly. Um, but .55 true shooting. And, but he's he's on this very good team, and he's you know putting up. Huge numbers, so you got you got to put him here. I think he's, uh, yeah. You you average nearly twenty points a game on a top fifty team. You you're number eleven best transfer in the country. That's just what I think. Number twelve, Jaden Gardner from Virginia, and number one. Anything we talk about from Virginia, you got to realize they are the slowest team in the country this year and nearly every year. So you can just Add probably he's averaging 15 points a game, six or seven rebounds, 15.7 rebounds. So that's basically like averaging 18 points a game and 8.5 rebounds on on a normal team. So just keep that in mind. Uh, 23 per. He transferred from East Carolina, and they average his numbers are basically identical, which is American Conference. It's a good conference. But they were nearly identical to his sophomore year there. His per 100s, uh, yeah, basically identical. Uh, per one per possession stats going to the a- ACC, uh, 
Virginia has not been a good team this year. They they don't have any shooting around him. They don't – no space. They play with a, another big, a seven-footer. It's just – yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible to, to see the production go from the American Conference to the ACC, and he hasn't lost anything, but he doesn't really have a lot of help either. I think their second-best player was, you know, second-leading scorer, not – Key Clark, uh, Clark is their second best player, but their second leading scorer was shooting like 26% from three, and they just don't have any shooting at all to give him space. And he can't shoot from outside, but he he can get to the free throw line. He can he's had some big games. Uh, number number 12 on our list. Lucky number 13, and this next name, uh, hopefully I get it right. Yahin Masowski from San Francisco. And before you say San Francisco, they are, uh, I think, number 24 in the net rating this year. And he's and they, they were bad last year. They were like 11 and 14, I think 110 net rating. So he, he transfers in. He's one of the few transfers. But they have, they've jumped up to number 24 in the nation, basically. So you got to give this guy credit. He's he's a big man. Uh, he was from San Diego, and just listen to this progression. At San Diego, he he never averaged double digits there, and he transfers to to San Francisco, and he averages nearly 14 points a game, almost 10 rebounds a game, for a top 25 team in the nation essentially. And his his PER. This is a guy I remember last year thinking, yeah, this guy can probably play at this level. You know, I wouldn't have projected him to be, you know, number thirteen. But yeah, he goes from San Diego, which I don't even think they were a good team. Uh, number twenty three PER, sixty percent true shooting this year in the uh, West Coast Conference. Twenty seven, nearly twenty seven PER, point five nine true shooting. I mean, he's he's good. Let's see what San Diego was last year. I believe it. yeah, three and eleven. They were not good at all. So yeah, that, that's one. That I, I remember seeing this guy last year. And I'm like, yeah, he he's productive. Maybe he can make an impact. But he comes to this team that's a number one, you know, hundred team losing record, and now they're you know top twenty five in a in a very good conference. West Coast Conference is very good this year. Uh, I think they lost to Gonzaga last night, but he doesn't. He, he, that doesn't discredit what he's done. They've had a great season. Number thirteen. Okay, number fourteen, Jack Nunji from Xavier, which is the number thirty-six net rate ranked rank team in the country. Uh, he is he transferred from Iowa. He averaged seven points per game in his best season there. Seven points, five rebounds per game. This year at Xavier, he's averaging 13 points, 7.5 rebounds per game, and he has a 20, nearly 27 PER. Um, yeah, 61.5 true shooting. He's even hit a few three-pointers, 34%, um, 28 threes a game, 28. He's a big man. Yeah, six eleven. He's he's been very good this year. Obviously, number fourteen. Number fifteen, the second Wake Forest player on the list. Uh, so Wake Forest will have one of our best classes. We'll do a class ranking uh, rating at some point. Jake 
Lareva from Wake Forest. And this is somewhat of a shock, I gotta say. Um, came, he transferred from Indiana State. Wake Forest has improved massively this year, if you're not aware. Uh, he's averaging 15 points per game, six rebounds, and he only averaged 12 points per game and six rebounds at Indiana State. He's upped his minutes to 35 minutes a game, was only averaging 29 minutes a game there. So this is an example of a guy coming from a lesser conference, moving to the ACC, and not only did he maintain his production, he increased his production. His PER went from 23 at Indiana State to 24 in the ACC, and this is pretty incredible here, his true shooting percentage, 56% at Indiana State. And it increased to nearly 66% in the at Wake Forest. I, I don't have the conference stats available, but he's having a good season. You don't have a 66% true shooting percentage without, without maintaining that through the conference season, which is basically 60% of the season. So he he's having an incredible year. Uh, Wake Forest had a massive turnaround, and that's really from two, two transfers you would not have thought were like, were top 50, even a hundred transfers, really. I don't. I don't. Rem- I have to. I've looked at the ESPN list, of course. Well, I think in the future we'll go over the ESPN list and see which they didn't get right. Since I don't have a list to to show, you know, from last year. Um, you know, obviously they they have mistakes. I will have mistakes, but we'll look at what their thought process was and what I what I thought at the time of. Of the transfers in question, this is one I would not have not have expected. I mean, he was very productive in the Missouri Valley Conference, but I wouldn't have expected him to increase his production in every aspect as he came to the Wake Forest. As he came to Wake Forest, but obviously another example of he he's playing for a good coach. I think Steve Forbes, the JUCO, he has the JUCO record and. And East Tennessee State, and he's a guy that, that flips the roster and, and is very honed in on the on the JUCOs and the immediate help. And he got he got clearly knew what he was looking for, and he got some immediate help here. Next on our list is Mr. Peripatetic himself, Teddy Allen, and this guy has been everywhere. He he's on his fourth school. Listen to this. He went from West Virginia, averaged seven points a game as a freshman, set out his second year, then transfers to Western Nebraska JUCO, junior college. From there, he goes to Nebraska. Seamless transition, I suppose, but he averages 16 points a game, four rebounds at Nebraska. I don't think they were a very good team but he transfers this year to New Mexico State, fourth school, uh, fifth year in college. This year, though, he's averaging nearly 20 points a game, 19.5, seven rebounds. Um, and New Mexico State is, I think, 85th in the net rating. I mean, they're a good team, 23 PER. So he was an example of a guy going from P5 to to. Not a very good conference, white conference, but he's he's basically the same productive, uh, very good, very good transfer. They are a good team. They'll probably make it to the NCAA's. Seventeen on the list. 
Jalen Cook. And he's got an interesting story. Uh, he started out at LSU. He did not play much. He played in 20 games. He averaged three points a game for an NCAA team. And then he transfers to Tulane. And this year he helped Tulane. Uh, they have a losing record, but they are one of the best teams in the American Conference. But they are a top 100 team. I think they're like number 98 net rating ranking. So they are a good team, and he he's driving all that. I mean, he's responsible for for most of the improvements. Uh, is averaging 18 points a game, 3.5 assists per game, and he's got a 21 PER in a very good American Conference. 39% three point shooting. Uh, let's look at his true shooting percentage. Yeah, 0.551. And what's interesting about this is. He was very productive at LSU. I mean, it's just a very talented team, I suppose, that he couldn't get on the court. But he's a player I'm sure that Will Wade hated to lose because he was he didn't play much, but he only but he had a twenty PER and a point five seven three true shooting. And he's got almost identical numbers in the American conference as a number one option. Uh, you know, he's facing good teams like Houston, Memphis, um, SMU, I mean, these are good teams, and he's, he, he, they're, I think they're like ninth or one nine or ten games in the conference this year. Let's see what they are actually. I know they have a losing record. Yeah, ten and eight. So they're, they're pretty, pretty solid uh, American conference team. They started out the, the non-conference not very well, but they played well in conference. They got into the top one hundred net and. He's driving most of it, and they're they're a team that has several transfers from the last few years. Uh, I think that you know they're they're a, they're a team to watch in the transfer portal. I mean, Ron Hunter he he goes after transfers, and he's gotten quite a few. There's one guy I think he's had some murder charges. So uh, yeah, but he lost him. But if he'd had him, who knows? I mean, you could add him to this team. He's he's lost a couple. A guy's out as well, but yeah, he is one of the coaches that I have my eye on every year. I know he's going to attack the transfer portal, and he did a good job this year, obviously, with, with Jalen Cook. He found him. He's very productive, didn't play much, but he's having a good year this year for sure. Okay, so number 18. I'm probably going to speed through these next guys a little bit. I don't think they're that interesting. They kind of bore me somewhat, but they're you know, there's, I still got to rank them here. I think they're that good. Uh, Timmy Allen from Texas. Uh, they're, you know, good team. He came from Utah, Pac-12, Pac uh, transfers to Big 12. Doesn't average as many points per game, but he's still very productive. Uh, 22 PER, uh, 12.6 rebounds. You, you kind of got to put him here, I think. Next up, number 19, Tanner Groves. He has a bit more interesting story. He went from Eastern Michigan. They played in the NCAA last year. Uh, so I think that's how he got noticed. He averaged 17 points, eight rebounds a game at Eastern Washington. Uh, transfers to Oklahoma this year, 12 points, five rebounds. They're a good team. They, yeah, he's 22 PER. So he's maintained production pretty well. 22 PER this year, six point, uh, 63 percent true shooting and last year he was only 27 and 63 percent true shooting at eastern washington 
in the Big Sky Conference. So here's an example of a guy moving up. I would call Big Sky Conference a low major conference. So he skipped several levels, got up to the Big 12, which is obviously one of the best conferences in the nation, and he hasn't lost a beat, really. Um, Oklahoma, they're not an amazing team this year, I don't believe. Yeah, they're, they're not very good. 17 and 14, but I'm sure they have a great net. I mean, as strong as uh, as the Big 12 is. But, yeah, you, that's 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 actually more interesting than what I should which should say. I mean, he's a, he's a great example of a guy going from a, a very not not well thought of conference to the Big Big 12, and he, he really didn't miss a beat. Number 20, and this is almost identical to Tanner Groves. I, I forgot about these guys whenever I was rank, uh, ranking, doing my rankings, but Paul Atkinson, number 20, from Notre Dame. Notre Dame's like a top 50 net team. They are number two in the ACC, actually, which is very weird to see like a barely NCAA team number two in the ACC, but he's one of the main reasons, and he's averaging... 13 points a game, seven rebounds, nearly 25 PER, and he transferred from Notre Dame or from to Notre Dame from Yale. Uh, didn't play last year. In fact, didn't play last year at all. I guess with you know the conference didn't play during COVID. He averaged 18 points a game, seven rebounds per game at Yale, and he transferred to Notre Dame this year, 13 and seven, and his PERs nearly identical. 29 PER at Yale, 65% true shooting. This year, he's 25 PER, 61% true shooting at Notre Dame. And I guess two years later, he didn't play last year, but we can presume he was getting getting stronger, better uh, in general. Even if he, he, he was probably still practicing and, and playing, even if he wasn't, you know, playing organized. But yeah, that's he's these actually these last two transfers. I I just saw the names. I didn't re- really remember doing the research, but yeah, they uh they are great examples of going from low major conferences to the Big Twelve and the ACC and not missing a beat at all. These are the kind of examples, in fact, that that I want to highlight in this podcast of you know what is possible. You know what what we need to think. It's not. It's not. I would say this is not the the norm. But I think a lot of times these guys get written off more than they should be. I think probably there is some, you know, they lose a third of their production in general. If you're going from the, the you know, the Ivy League and the, well, even those are more low than what I would say Eastern Michigan and, and uh, Big Sky and Ivy League. You can project, you can probably project to lose a third of your your. Um, production immediately but these are guys that didn't lose hardly any at all and uh quite impressive quite impressive and number two team in the acc even though it's a a down year for the acc but they've had a, a successful season he's one of the main parts of it that completes the top 20 thank you for listening at vanguard this is more than just a retirement plan this is your cappuccino date in italy the beach house with the matching bicycles It's your rental car down memory lane and weekends reuniting with friends from over the years. This is the future you imagined, and Vanguard is here to help you build it. Because at Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. 
Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.